Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I am incredibly pleased to tell you that I have Nakia Drummond with me again today. She is the founder of NLD Strategic, as well as The Well, which stands for the Women Entrepreneur Leadership Lab. NLD Strategic is an equity-focused management consulting firm that focuses on social impact organizations and businesses. And if you'd like to hear more about her entrepreneur journey, how she discovered her incredibly beautiful and bold style, and her deal with the fat crayons that she liked to break as a child, definitely listen to the episode from last week. But today, today's episode, Nakia is going to shower us with her expertise, and we are going to focus on something that comes up a lot in her work her with NLD Strategic, the her management consulting firm. And we're going to talk about the three signs that you don't have a strategy. Oh, geez. And now you know you have to listen because you got to find out to make sure that one of these signs isn't, doesn't exist in your business. Nakia, thank you so much for joining me again today. Thanks for having me. Okay, so that's how we roll with these episodes. We're going to dive right into it. So what is the first sign that you'd like to share with everybody that indicates they don't have a strategy in place? They probably think they do, but they don't. This one's pretty easy. Is that you know where you need to land or where you want to go, but you have no idea how you're getting there. You're kind of just winging Mm. it. And some of us wing it well, well enough that we've got ourselves fooled. And we've got a strategy. Yeah. But if you don't have that way forward, you don't have one. And you probably got a knot in your stomach when you heard me say that, if that is you. Or you get knots in your stomach when one thing is kind of wrapping up and ending. Because you don't have a way forward. So you know that there's a lot of gray space. between where you are now and the next thing. Yes, that makes me think of, you have kids too, so I, I feel like I you, you've not. seen Frozen too, right? No, because, no, my son is not really into that. And my daughter is too big. She doesn't want, she's not into it either. She's, you know, she, she's a little woman now. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, all of my boys were like, okay, so I will say that the older boy was kind of like, oh, Frozen too, but then we put it on, he's like, Right. And I think my son would do the same thing, but he didn't ask for it. And so we didn't throw it in. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So my oldest one is nine. So the other, the other kids are all younger than him. So they were down for it. So I, I feel like I'm not ruining anything for you, but there's uh, one of the prevalent scenes. One of the prevalent settings in the movie is Mm -hmm. a foggy forest, right? Like there's a, there's a layer of fog that blocks everybody from Arendelle (laughs) from getting in. And of course, Elsa and Anna end up 
getting in because that's kind of the point of the whole movie. But that's what it makes me think of is like, Mm -hmm. you can see that there's land out there, but it's covered in this thick, dense fog. And you're like, what is even in there? How do I get started? How, where am Mm -hmm. I going? Like, I can't even see Mm -hmm. anything. That's what Mm -hmm. it makes me think. That's exactly what it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So what is the second sign then? So the second one is that you have no metrics. You have no way of measuring whether the thing is the thing, right? Like whether you're, whether you are like hitting targets, you don't, you, you may, maybe you're just going off of, oh, this feels good or yay, we got this or yay, this happened in, in, in my business or in this initiative, but you actually don't have concrete ways in which you are measuring along the way or you only measure that thing at the end. So you have no checkpoints, you have no milestones. So then when things veer off track, you scramble because you didn't see it coming. (laughs) You don't have those indicators that tell you mayday, mayday, turn left, right. right. And you stayed, you know, sort of, you stayed going right because you saw the land at the end, but you didn't have those checkpoints along the way that told you like, yep, we're on the right track, we're on the right course. Keep uh-huh. this, keep going this way, or no, we're kind of like veering off a little bit. We need to go another direction. But also, those metrics help us help us celebrate, right? And so, yes. outside of the like very tangible aspect of this, I like to think about. Well, to me, being in business and having business or doing business even is spiritual um, as well. Yes. And so, those checkpoints along the way, those metrics along the way, allow you to pause and celebrate and express. And your celebration are express expressions of gratitude, which call in more, yes. right? Like, which call in more and say, yes, I'm grateful. Give me more next step. Next, you know, like reveal the next thing and or take me to the next level. Absolutely. And when you don't have a strategy, there's none of that in place. So a lot is happening by default. Absolutely. Um, so a couple of things came to mind for me for that. Of course, the Titanic hitting that glacier in terms of not being able to one. change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is with movies in me right now, but I'm like, and then you know yeah. she doesn't make yeah. room for jack jack falls into the ocean it's very sad very sad um and on my birthday by the way oh panic sink on my birthday oh geez yeah. oh geez that's that's rough and so something you brought it up right being i feel like being in business and this this is something i think i said it on a live stream maybe i said it on clubhouse but saying that i bet you didn't know when you became an entrepreneur you became a business owner that you were signing up for like extreme self-development but when you went to the office to get your entrepreneur card it's actually there in fine print on the side right like so you wouldn't even think to look supreme like incredible self-development that like it's like a roller coaster that somebody strapped you in and you're like i opt out of this i did not volunteer as tribute for this i thought i was just coming to make money and this is a this is a this did not give what it was supposed to have gave i thought i was just here to make money may the odds ever be in your favor Right, right, exactly, exactly. We are killing it with the movies. We, we are. Killing. I heard you say tribute. I felt like I needed to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I think that, I, and I love what you said about the metrics being able to give us opportunities for gratitude, because that is something I noticed about myself in the last like twelve months or so, maybe eighteen months. Um, I have been a lot more intentional in celebrating my wins. I recognized that I was achieving 
markers. I was achieving some milestones and blowing right past them. Like, cool, next. Mm -hmm. Which, yes, you want to be moving forward. But I was not taking the time to experience joy and gratitude at what came into my life. Yes, I worked hard for it, but I am very much, you know, co-creating with the universe type of person. And it came into my life and then I'm just going to let it, yeah. let it go by and then wonder why if I don't feel more feelings of happiness. Mm. Yes, absolutely. So, and then the last thing that came up was, what about those people who are like, I'm tracking the only metric that matters. Yeah. Bottom line. <laughs> Uh, for those I say, huh? <laughs> but I will say that. So to them, I say I I get it because I am very much driven by the money I make as well. Like, don't get me wrong, I want my coins, I want all the bags, and so I get it. What I would say is there are the money you make is a lagging indicator. And what I'm checking you for are leading indicators. And so for those who don't understand lagging and leading, lagging means after the fact. The money you make comes after the fact, after you've done a thing, after you've done something that gets you paid. The leading indicators are the things you do along the way that will get you that lagging indicator. And when they send up red flags or or fireworks that are like, yeah, you did it. That tells you whether you're going to get that only metric that matters at the end. And so that's why right. the other things are really important. And again, if you're going back to my gratitude moment around it, the more that you are celebrating and expressing that gratitude and giving thanks along the way, the bigger that bag at the end could be. Right, right. Well, and it gives you that energy, right? Where you're like, oh, like this is all going really well. And it keeps you motivated because you took the time to celebrate. I love that. I love that a lot. Okay. Okay. Lead indicators. That's good. Leading indicators, lagging indicators. That is, those are terms that I have heard before. And I like, I like that a lot. And not too long ago, I did an episode on why I didn't believe there was such a thing as vanity metrics. And that it's if you feel like you're looking at vanity metrics, mm-hmm. like people say things like follower count and whatnot or vanity metrics, I would challenge them that you're not looking mm-hmm. at the whole story, mm-hmm. right? Like the numbers tell a story. And that's from my background as an intelligence analyst, like the numbers tell a story. And if you feel like you're looking at metrics that don't matter, you're not looking at the whole story. You're missing something. There could be a gap in there somewhere. But a lot of the metrics that people consider vanity metrics depending on the strategy that you have in place or not, Um, but we're assuming a strategy (laughs) is in place, those metrics could be part of the metrics that you use for leading indicators, depending on the strategy you have in place. Some metrics may not matter to you, but that doesn't make them vanity metrics that matter to no one. Right. So, yeah, all right. It's what so, you do with it, right? Like it's what you do. All information is information. Like it's information, but it is, you have to do something with it for it to matter. So if you tie it, so doing something with it might mean tying it to something else. Mm-hmm. So you bring up the idea of like follower account, like, you know, and plenty of people say like, it doesn't matter if people follow you, whatever. But if I am looking at my whole picture and I say, okay, our follower account went up by 
this much. Our goal this month had nothing to do with follower count. Our goal this month was to get X number of subscriptions, you know, subscribers or X number of, you know, sell this number of, of this, then I can use that follower count to say, did any of those followers then buy something or did any of those followers become subscribers to this thing or not? Um, And then and what day did people follow me? Right. Like what was I posting? So that every bit of information tells you something. Yes. And this is this is why for the businesses that are a good fit for you, they should hire you, because if that would be in that analysis, you can kind of determine that over months. Like when our follower count goes up, do we see a correlating Right, a correlating increase in subscriptions. Right. You know, we're not saying, you know, causality, right. you know, you'd have to do work to prove that, but is there a correlating right. increase? Right. If so, over several months, then yeah. you know when we increase followers based on the other actions we also take, we tend to also see an yeah. increase in subscriptions. And and yes, so that's all that's that information right. is breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs aren't the cause of the something. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so what is the third sign that you don't have a strategy? The third one, and this one, like, this goes into, like, my totally into the equity space and totally may piss some people off, is that yes. it's only your voice is present. So if you created it, mm-hmm. you might have it all laid out on paper, this plan, and you, so I'm saying you may have a strategy, but it's not a strategy if it's only your voice. If you do not talk to the people who are impacted by what you're doing, then your strategy, you may have one, but it's trash. It is. It's like, it's because you're doing it to people and not with them and not for them. And it is not, you are missing huge things in it. You are missing major wins. You're missing a bigger bag for that person who only cares about the money at the end because you cannot solve people's problems. Like people solve people solve their own problems when you listen to them. And so that is that would be the third one for me is like you need voice that is not your own informing what your strategy is. Absolutely. Because if you had all the answers, you would be done by now. And people are the experts of their experience. So whoever you are serving, whoever your client is, whoever your customer is, if they're not deeply steeped in the way in which you are implementing, then your strategy is, is has a major, major hole in it, even if you have one. And so I would say move it to the side and get some people in there that you can talk. Absolutely. And I would say probably one of the things that we're seeing now, right, with overhead being so low, it's it's super easy to set up a business or organization these days. We see people just trying to skip past this part, skip past the strategy. And they like, hey, I just started my business and I'm ready to get to 30K months, 50K months, 100K months. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, so have you worked out the strategy? My strategy is Facebook. <laughs> right. My whole strategy is Facebook and Instagram. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. That's that's social media. But like, what's your whole business strategy? Facebook and Instagram. You didn't hear what I said. Right. It is like, no, no, like that ain't it. it. That ain't it. So, yeah. So I, I, I have tasted I have tasted that crowd. 
the the 30, 50, 100K a month crowd, I have tasted that. And what I have found that has worked for me has been the strategy, mm-hmm. taking time to test and talk to my audience and develop more and get more feedback and develop relationships where I can actually get valuable, honest feedback from the people that I say I want to serve with my business versus creating things over and over and over that people may or may not need. And they will tell you if they don't need them, how do they tell you? They don't buy anything from you. So there you go. (laughs) But yeah, I would say that the strategy going at it with the long game in mind has definitely been a lot more beneficial for me, which is where the why workshops came from. And I'm doing, uh, at least at the time that we're recording this, I just started a four week brand core bootcamp is what I'm calling it, but it's a brand development bootcamp. And it was built based on feedback I got from people who attended my why workshops Mm -hmm. and what they felt like they needed next. And I'm sure what comes next will be born from that, but it's, it's looking at the next six months, right. Or looking very, very good because of that particular process, the, the testing, iterating, getting the feedback and continuing to develop. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, we just had a wonderful, like, what is, what do they call it? Pop culture filled, <laughs> pop culture filled episode, movie references all over the place. What, but really what I want anyone who's listening, what, if you're listening, I want you to focus on the three signs that you don't have that strategy in place. And if you don't, if you are getting that kind of sinking feeling in your stomach, like, oh, we wrapped up this project and I have no idea what's coming next, any of that, I don't want you to shy away from that. I want you to spend some time with that. Uh, I'm a journaler. I love I love to journal. Maybe you love to doodle. Maybe, maybe you're really artistic, but take some time to sit with that and, and figure out what that means for you. I'm not saying that you need to figure out your whole strategy by yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But if this is something that you need to look at, you need to sit down and spend some time with yourself for that, because that is an answer that you have inside of yourself. You may not have the whole strategy development inside of you at the moment, but you do have the answer as to whether or not this is something you need to work on. You just need to spend some time and be honest with yourself about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is how I'm going to close this off. So again, I've had Nikia for two episodes now, and she's the founder of NLD Strategic as well. Man, I keep saying it, as well as the well. Why do I keep doing that? It's fun. (laughs) It just, it, it goes together. So the well stands for the Women Entrepreneur Leadership Lab, which Nikia in our first episode together described it as her throwing in her stilettos into the arena of social impact. And so the... The Well is a membership organization advocacy initiative that fosters collaboration and economic development for Black women-owned businesses. So uh, we'll have all the social media linked in the show notes for this episode. At a minimum, reach out, uh, let Nakia know what it meant to you to listen to these episodes, and feel free to comment because you know we'll be tagging each other on all the shares, so we'll be able to kind of both come in and comment as necessary. And Nakia, I just wanted to say again a very big thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Ruthie. I always enjoy talking to you and just hearing you talk. It's always fun, and I always take a tidbit away. So thank you. Lovely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Now you know there's lots of fog and frozen, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Thanks so much. All right, everyone. We will see you again next time. That's a metaphorical C, not a literal C. But until next time. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with others and post about it on social media. To link up with other Defiant businesses, join my Facebook group, The Defiant Business Group. The link is in the episode description. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.